0: Welcome to Thrive Deeper, an ongoing
1: conversation with Dr. Matthew Jacoby, author of the Thrive Bible Reading Guides, teaching pastor, and leader of the Psalmist Band, Sons of Korah. Join us as we go deeper into the Bible, discussing the passages as we read them together with Thrive. Now, here's your host, DJ Payne.
0: G'day and welcome to episode 32 of Thrive Deeper. It is I your humble host DJ Payne and I'm excited to bring you this conversation between myself and my good friend Matthew Jacoby as we fly through the last half of the book of Nehemiah. Now we've gonna we're going to encounter some amazing highs, some amazing lows and everything in between as we look at this amazing historical document. This is pretty much taking us to the end of the Old Testament history that we have to about four, four 430 years before Christ. So break open your Bible, get it open to about chapter 5, chapter 6 of Nehemiah and follow along as we get into this amazing book. I'll see you on the other end for Thrive Demo. beginning of 2019, Matt, and I am such a nerd. Tell me if you do this type of thing. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee you don't. Yeah. Uh, I go through and change all of my passwords at the beginning of the year, every year. Oh, really? Yeah. I change all of my passwords to everything. Oh, that's very efficient of you. Well, it's a labour... Inti- it's an exercise yeah, yeah. for my
1: brain, because yeah.
0: then I have to re-log into everything, and if oh, I'm... <laughs> waiting,
1: way too much work. I'd rather be breached completely than have to do that. Like, you can have everything. Just
0: don't make well, me do that. Call me, call me in, in the light of what we're reading, call me uh, diligent Nehemiah who's making sure everything is secure and you can live with your broken down walls there. Um, all right, now we're getting into, in this episode, we, we want to finish off the book of Nehemiah. We want to finish off the last half there. We've taken our time looking through and really extolling um, this amazing man of God uh, at this, uh, you know, the last recorded history yeah. in the story of the Jewish people in the Old Testament yeah. of the Bible is under Nehemiah. Yeah. You know, he's yeah, he's the character right. yeah. that's going to finish this off. So as we read through, we've just seen different opposition to the wall. He's been dealing with the people inside. Yeah. He's been making different promises. And now we get into chapter six. Yeah. And yet again, here are those stooges from around the land to come in and uh, make accusations against him.
1: Yeah. The, the, the problem is, is that Nehemiah for them is really problematic. I mean, he Nehemiah for these guys, for Sanballat, Tobiah and Geshem is the absolute, he is their nemesis because previous to that, they were having quite good relations with uh, with uh, the Jews. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they were doing trade. Uh, they were intermarrying to, to secure uh, family alliances. The Jewish people the were slowly did. assimilating into, yeah, the, into th- the land. They were slowly assimilating into the land. And That's that right. was to their advantage. Yeah. Like massively to the advantage of Sanballat, Tobar, and Geshem. Okay? Yep. So um, – uh, and and it, it was underway to the point where they have people in the city that there are already some of these alliances. So along comes Nehemiah, and he completely completely reverses this, and this is this is quite damaging uh, for them. So they they're pretty much wanting to do whatever they can. Uh, you know, first of all, they're trying to stop the 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 building of the walls, right? Mm. They don't. I mean, they think if we can do that, then Nehemiah's failed in the first place, right? Mm. Um, uh, but. But now they've failed to do that and Nehemiah has this harsh sort of anti-non-Jewish policy. Yeah. And so they think, well, we're going to get rid of Nehemiah. And so they, uh, you know, Th- they invite him to come out to a certain place to meet with them. <laughs> how, yeah. how How they thought he was going to buy this, I don't yeah. know. You know, come, let us meet together in one of the villages, right? Yes. Some village somewhere. And, and of course, it's like, he says, it's but like- they were scheming to harm me. I mean, it wouldn't have taken any brilliance yeah. for him to recognize that. Uh, because they're thinking we've got to get rid of Nehemiah. Nehemiah's the problem. If we can get Neh- rid of Nehemiah, and, the, and they're pretty uh, much, and they're pretty much right there. They do it four times. Yeah. It's like go away. Yeah,
0: that's and right. And then the fifth time, finally, they say, "Right, here's our plan." They reveal their hand. Yeah, and 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 Sandballot's servant comes and says, "Here's the accusations." And it's one of those classic political machinations where yeah. you're damned if you do or you're damned if yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, so you're you're. Like you're building the walls, and you're going to proclaim yourself to be king, and yeah. you know we're just we're going to let the king know this, and yeah. uh, so uh, th- this is this is risky. I mean, this is this is a real risk because yeah. you know the Persian king. Um, how I mean, again, Nehemiah is a eunuch, so so how realistic that that could have been is a yes. question over this, but. Um, this this is a threat, but again, uh, he says in verse nine. But I prayed; now strengthen my hands. So you see this at regular points when these threats come. Uh, you know, Nehemiah does all due diligence, but uh, at the end of the day, you, you, we see a man of prayer here, mm. and he's praying the whole way. So, so he's not going to right. He he, he calls their bluff. He doesn't he doesn't uh, the, the the attempt to assassinate him isn't going to work. The letter doesn't work. Okay, now they come up with a plan. This is actually a, a, a um, this is a pretty good plan. So the plan is let's get a prophet, like because they've got yes. they've got connections there. Mm. Let's get a prophet to falsely prophesy to Nehemiah that he should hey your 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 life is in threat. Mm-hmm. Take refuge in the temple, right, mm-hmm. and then you'll be safe. Now this is a cunning plan. Because, uh, first of all, um, as a layman, Nehemiah wasn't allowed to enter the temple. Yep. Now, not only was he a layman, but he was a eunuch, right? Mm. Uh, and There was laws around most that. Most probably. He, he was a eunuch. Yep. And was therefore excluded from any, any religious participation in the mm-hmm. temple. So mm-hmm. Leviticus twenty-one, for example, says, "Say to Aaron, for the generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer food uh, to his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No, uh, so lame, blind, disfigured, deformed, crippled, uh, hunchback dwarf uh, goes down, uh, or damaged testicles. Yes, which is covers, castrated. Castrated. Being unit, unit. Yep, okay, yep. so. Um, Now there are reasons that there are symbolic reasons for this in Leviticus, and we're not going to talk about that now. Point is, good plan. Like, uh, so what? Okay, Nehemiah comes in the temple. Oh, hey, Nehemiah just broke the law. We got you. Yep. Which would completely discredit him as a as a leader of the Jews. So this is yeah. This is a uh, this is a uh, okay. We can't get rid of Nehemiah, so let's discredit him, and this is the way that they're going to do that. But again. Um, Nehemiah in verse twelve. So I re- I, I realised that God had not sent him, but that he had prophesied against me, um, and that had been hired. So and then we see at the end,
0: uh, verse fourteen as well. There yeah. was a, a female prophet, Noadiah, who was also prophesying. You know, that yeah. he was in, on the books as well. So we've got yeah, we've got multiple people yeah. out there.
1: Yeah, that's right. So he he, I mean, part of the reason why he, as a knee jerk reaction, he doesn't do this. Uh, you know, verse eleven, he says, should a man like me run away? Yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> because he's just prayed, God protect me, right? Yeah. So, and it's not that we shouldn't, do, you know, do what we can, Do diligence, yeah, due diligence. <laughs> but but he's not biting the street. He's not just going to knee jerk reaction. Oh, I quickly run away, um, and then he somehow we don't know how comes to realise that God uh, had hadn't that yeah. this wasn't from God anyway, yeah. and that he'd been that this prophet had been hired. So, you know, cunning cunning plan, and again. Uh, you know he at the end he has this prayer, remember to buy a my god because of what they have done. Uh, and <coughs> he mentions the other, yeah, the theme, a, attempts theme, to, yeah. to deceive him. So, so this is where it says, So the wall was completed, um, in 52 days, you know, it, over in a little over seven weeks. Nehemiah has, I mean, he has overcome internal despair, yeah. external <laughs> opposition to raise not just a physical wall, yeah, but. Also the self-respect of these people in the eyes of the of, of themselves, but the surrounding nations as well. I mean, it is an incredible uh feat of of leadership. And,
0: and then we finish off the, the chapter, uh chapter six there. Yeah. The wall is complete, as he said. And then he and then that little little paragraph at the end, the little footnote at the end, yeah. he said, Listen, let me just make a note here about to buy this to buy a character. Yeah. Um and he, and he goes and outlays. And, again, this is why I love, and yeah. I mentioned on the last episode, it's about the people yeah. and it's about him establishing the people because yeah. he talks about the Mecha yeah. He's married to this person and they've yeah. got relations into the Jews yeah. and there's back and forth. And this person has caused me no
1: end of yeah. drama because yeah. he's yeah. got this hook into the Jewish people. I know. it's, And this it underscores the problem that Ezra yes. was dealing with in the first exactly. place. Because uh, I know it was – you know, we, when we talked about Ezra's um, separating these these couples, and we talked about how harsh that yes. seemed, but it, it's a little bit like uh, you know the conquest of Canaan and the harshness of that of the conquest. But it's all vindicated when you get to the book of Judges. Like, ah, yes. oh, okay, because God said, if you if these people remain here, they will be a snare to you. Right? Yeah. They will be a snare, a thorn in your side. Mm. And then and the it, book of Judges. Uh, Vindicates that, and and we don't want to get same thing happens here.
0: Exactly, and we don't want to get political about it. It's and really troubling, and it's always a mistake to try to take, uh, you know, this this God given history and sort of overlay it with our current political machinations and stuff like that. But if you imagine that you're at war with another nation. And then the leaders of that yeah, other yeah, nation yeah. have got people, and we see this oh, around yeah, the world yeah, with different yeah, political things. Yeah. People are married, and this yeah. person is in in cahoots yeah. with this government. Yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. They're at war with these other people, yeah. and and these other leaders have got people on the inside yeah. of their government. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, he's like, this is what's causing <laughs> me dramas. Yeah. yeah. All right, right, moving into moving yeah. into chapter seven. You know, the walls are finished. Nehemiah registers all the people.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, what what needs to happen now to make this city viable is that the city needs to be repopulated.
0: yeah
1: uh, he um, uh, well, 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 two things actually need need to happen um, because they're still vulnerable to attack, yes, okay So um, uh, and th- there are, there are not many people now because of this, he um, keeps the gates of Jerusalem, he says um the gates of Jerusalem are not to be open until the sun is hot that language is a little uh is a little difficult here yeah and it's in yeah.
0: some translation it'll be like uh during the hottest part of the day close of the gates yeah, yeah, in that's other right. translations yeah. it's like it's open
1: probably yeah. you know he's probably trying to so, so for example it could be keep them closed when everyone's having their midday siesta yeah, exactly. you know it's like exactly. because because we just don't have the manpower here, so so the gates are actually staying closed a lot longer than than they normally would. Mm. But then the, the the other thing that he needs to do then is populate the city. Yes. Now, that, now, a lot of the because the city's in ruins, so it's not you know it's not a desirable bit of real estate, yeah. um, and everyone had moved out to the countries. Because remember, this is agrarian society, so uh, the place to be is out in the country. And uh, I, I love the living. fact that
0: he he states like. We finished the walls inside the city. Was spacious, lovely houses all in ruins. <laughs> We've got a walled city with nothing in it. You know, type yeah, of thing. Yeah,
1: that's right. And so people need to come in and re- and repopulate, but also rebuild houses yeah. and and live yeah. in there. So, um, that so the census really is uh, of the population is to to create a kind of uh, way of equitably bringing people from each tribe and people so that that each um, tribe could have a uh, or, or, or I should say each clan would have representatives that could yes. volunteer yep. to come and live in the city. That's the point. Uh, they're all living out in the country. So we need to repopulate the city, and that's what mm. happens. Uh, so he, br-
0: he brings him – he also sets up his brother and another godly
1: – Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, godly guy as the overseers yeah, as the of everything overseer. yeah. sort of – Because he's going to be back and forth, remember. He's not yeah. going to be able to stay. Yeah. Like he still works for the king. Yeah, he's got to go back. Like, he's been I'm given like- leave. i <laughs> and, and, and got get back to work. And he, he was made governor. Yeah. But he gets called back yeah. as well. So um, so he puts leaders in place there. So he,
0: he then lists out, and then we read, I, I think it is in, let me have a look here, verse uh, 66 there in uh, chapter 7 uh, he says so a total of 42,360 people returned to judah yeah and uh, in addition to the 7000 you know yeah. servants everything else This horses yeah, right. and other yeah. stuff donkeys um and he sort of sh- gives us a bit of the, the yeah. overla- oversight of the how how it all is. Yeah that's right later.
1: so so that's that's the that's all of the people who had returned yeah uh and and from there they're going to then take uh Calls on volunteers to come and live in the city, yeah, uh, to repopulate and, it,
0: and that's a small little city, even by today's yeah, standards, yeah, yeah. You know, if you if you go drive past a place and it's got forty thousand people in it, you are like, oh, that's a reasonable small little yeah, place, yeah. nothing special.
1: Yeah, although the the, the forty thousand people are living uh, all over. Yes, yeah, that they're, they're living all so yeah, they're they, spread they, out. Yeah, they're, they're spread out. So he's wanting to get people from these different places to come and live in in Jerusalem. Um. This then, this then sets us up uh, for chapter eight and nine. T- two of my favourite chapters. These are great. Yeah, these are great. Um, this is this is like again. I, I liken everything yeah. to a
0: movie. You know, this is like everything to a movie. This is a really dramatic moment in the movie when, again, uh, forgive me for, uh, you know, even mentioning a Marvel film in the midst of talking about the Bible. But it's like in a Marvel movie that we see nowadays with comic book superheroes, and you might be having a comic book movie about, you know, uh, whoever, the Hulk or something, and then all of a sudden Thor turns up in the movie. It's not his movie, but he turns up in this movie. This is sort of like we're reading the story of Nehemiah.
1: and then Ezra turns and up. And then Ezra turns up. That's oh, right. it's like
0: from a different movie. Yeah. This is great, and it's yeah. a crossover time here, and it's an amazing, amazing. Well, story. it's interesting
1: that Ezra has been so much in the background um, uh, up to this point yeah. because he, again, he comes quite prominently. Now, now he 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 was obviously quite prominent and and took a leading role. But when mm. Nehemiah comes, I mean, he he, uh, he he's he's the the more the teacher, yeah. um, and he lets Nehemiah do the leading. Uh, leadership sort of stuff, and uh, and then there comes this critical moment where the walls have been built, population, you know, city's been populated, uh, the census has been taken. Right, let's get together mm. and remind ourselves what we're about. And so they get together, and you have this um, time where they read uh, where they read the law. Um, this is four forty four four forty four BC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they wrecked this uh, pulpit thing for Ezra. He gets up. He reads the law. While uh, while he's reading the law, uh, remember the law is written in Hebrew. Yes. But at this stage, most of the people uh, speak Aramaic. Of course, you've got a lot of this generation have been brought up in Babylon. Not all of them have have a continuing um, knowledge of Hebrew. Yes. In fact, Jesus would have spoken Aramaic. That, that would have been the language that the Jewish people that they would have still read from the script obviously read from the scriptures in um, in Hebrew. They would have also probably uh, th- th- there were Greek scriptures as well. Um, Greek in the first century was the common language, but at this time the uh, Aramaic was the was the common yes. language. Yes. So while he's reading from the law, you've got uh, the um, the Levites who are translating. And probably explaining some sections as well. So it's read, translate, read, translate. You know, if yes. you can imagine this this situation, In the people are listening to the reading of the law. Uh, it's probably probably the uh, Deuteronomy book of Deuteronomy, which is, if you can imagine, you know, the, the book of Deuteronomy. It's there's lots of heart, and they don't forget God, and 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 all the laws, and then they they realise, oh, we, we are. This isn't us. Yeah. And uh, and the the people are weeping. I mean, this is like revival Mm. uh, happens here. People are cut to the heart, and um, it's it's as you know, Paul says in um, Romans twenty. You know, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. Uh, And then uh, Romans five verse twenty says, "The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more." so you know that you see the law exactly what paul says it, it has this effect they mm-hmm. and the people are cut to the heart we are fallen so full short so far short of this but you notice that um that the uh, that Nehemiah and Ezra and the Levites uh say no no this is this like they said this is a, don't don't mourn or weep this is a day holy to the Lord your god like let's together get together and rejoice and you think isn't it isn't it a good thing that they're weeping and mm. Uh, mm. Uh, over their sins? Well, yes, it is because it's the it's the uh, it's the sign of the fact that they are they have recognized mm. their failure. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But it's not a good thing if we wallow if we wallow if in we that. Stop right? there. Yeah. If we stay there. It no, it never stops there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the moment you you realize that. Don't just wallow in that sense of failure. At no point does God want us to wallow in that sense of failure. Mm. He wants to point us forward to the fact that He is gracious and forgiving, and that He's made a way uh, for forgiveness in Christ. And um, you know, th- they had that. They had the temple, they had the sacrifices, which reminded them um, that that God is forgiving. And in fact, they had these festivals like uh, Passover and the Feast of Booths, and that remind them of God's mm. grace and and mercy. So. So the, the response to, to, to the outbreak of, of weeping and penitence is, come on, let's rejoice together because, you know, uh, because God is gracious and forgiving.
0: And I, and I love the fact that you hear, you know, and, I, and it's also interesting that this, this passage here that we read these yeah. couple of chapters are in a third voice. Yeah. You know, it's talking objectively, yeah. like this yeah. is a reporter on the scene, yeah, almost, that's right. you know, yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And we see, you know, Ezra and the Levites doing their priestly duties. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, the voice of Nehemiah is in there as well. Yeah. And it shows you how. Godly that man is; that he had yeah. no qualms in stepping up with Ezra and the priests and saying, "No, this is what God is telling us to yeah, do." Yeah. And it just shows you how yeah. how uh, you know unique and special his leadership yeah, is right. in the in this time yeah. there. So it finishes off in in, in the chapter eight here. Um, you know, uh, is it the next day? I think it's uh, yeah, the next day is yeah. the festival of shelters, the yeah, festival yeah. of booze. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so they know,
1: celebrate this festival, and that's part of them. Uh, you know, like reconnecting with God as as th- this is a celebration of the Exodus, yes. basically. Yeah. So you know, the Exodus is looked back to as this great um, act of redemption, God redeeming His people from slavery, and so it's in that in that context, it's a wonderful, uh, it's like uh, it's like us celebrating communion. You know, as a, as a symbol of the fact that God. Has had mercy on us and forgives us, and through Christ, and it's it's this response. So to this outbreak of conviction of sin, it's a wonderful follow up, you know, of celebrating uh, the grace uh, of God. And and you know, it says that there was never, it it, it was not celebrated like this uh, from the days of Joshua uh, and and to that day. Probably, I mean, it it was celebrated because even in Ezra's. time it was uh, they celebrated the passover yes but in this way you know with yeah. the actual the physical building yeah well and also the building of the booths okay, you yes. know what i mean it was yeah but both it was cer- certainly the amount of joy because mm. really i mean they've exper- this is a this is a full blown revival yeah. that's that's happening here and um and so in that sense this is this is something new something wonderful i mean remember we just we talked about in the last episode Nehemiah's prayers so yes. lord remember me what i've done it's like honor these efforts well man look at look at <laughs> what happens here you know it's like this is god turns up here and and there's this just you know th- this this can only happen but for the holy spirit and and so there is this conviction and this revival that breaks out in this time and and this great celebration, and it's and it's a true celebration. It's not just ticking the box. No, no, no. I mean that this is why it says that that, that was there was never one like it. Yeah. And and they you know build these booths and pro- probably new in the sense as I was going to say too for the fact that they actually went through with building the booths and and yes, and you know, so, which is still celebrated to this day, of course. And
0: so we move into chapter nine. We're sort of racing ahead yeah. here into chapter nine, and. Uh, we go about three weeks after that that moment, yeah, like yeah. you know they're having this you know in October, they're having this wonderful yeah. time of festivals. And at the end of October, the people assemble again, and again, we get part two of this, you know chapter yeah. eight and nine, this amazing look at the heart of the people. Yeah. this is phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and there's this amazing prayer in that context that there there is some there is some scholarly discussion around whether, this did historically fit in this context, or whether this is something that goes back to Ezra's Ezra ten. Oh wow! I, I think the way the I think what's all important here is the way that it sits in the text, though, um, and in the text it is um, kind of uh, put here at, be, because I think the the. Uh, inspired editor wants us to see this as part of the same kind of revival yes. that's going on here, and so you get this. Uh, so, so I think I I think the editor at least wants us to see it in the same uh, that it's part of the same kind of thing. So, there's this amazing prayer mm. um, again, very much like uh, pr- some of the prayers in the Psalms around like one hundred six, one hundred seven, uh, I think it is. The, the psalm 105, 106, 107, where they go right through the, the history, history and, the and history. it's like confess the whole history. Wow. It's really um, really significant, this, because it shows that they're, they're thinking corporate. It's not just about our sins. We're confessing our sins and the sins of our fathers. Mm. Um, so, you know, f- forgive us, Lord, for we have sinned even as our fathers did. It's that kind of, as the psalm says, it's that kind of confession. Uh, so they, they, it's like this is a wrap-up of everything beforehand. Totally. And especially in this it's historical like, period of yeah, Nehemiah, yeah, you know, this is like we, we are going to we are going to make this right. Yeah, we have gone wrong for so yep. many hundreds of years, and now we're going to get this right. And it's just remarkable. And and really, they are a different people uh, from this time on. Mm-hmm. And you know, they make this agreement, and and they they put their names to it. And there's a list of of these uh, these names, and. Uh, They they make these oaths, right, to to obey all of these laws, particularly the ones that they were they were convicted by. So if you go into chapter nine, yeah, we're in chapter nine. First one is uh, mixed marriages. We we promise not to give our daughters. Okay. Second one is the Sabbath. You know, we're gonna we're gonna keep the Sabbath. Next one is um. So these are the oaths that they're making. The next one is around the the temp like the the um. Uh, the, the temple tax, or the mm-hmm. I mean, tax, is a bad word. It was a contribution uh, for the temple, and then there's, uh, and then the priests, uh, uh, you know, make these oaths to um, to bring all of these offerings. So they're basically, they're basically uh, renewing their, rabbinic, they're yeah. renewing the covenant. This yeah. is covenant yes. renewal going on yes. here, and uh, and they're they're vowing to do these things in there, uh, and, and in a sense, it's this kind of covenant renewal is essentially what we do and it's around the around this time it's similar to what we do when we share the lord's supper it's like a covenant reconfirm reconfirming the covenant you know reminding oh. that we're in covenant with with christ reminding us of his Commitment to us, but also of our commitment. Okay, so just, so just so we've got the
0: bigger picture there. Sorry, Matt, I lost you there for a minute about yeah. what you were talking about. We've got, in, in in chapter nine, we have like a record of the speech, a record of the people's response. Yeah, there, that's right. The heart of it. In chapter 10, we have like the signed... Promise the document. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. this is the document that was sealed. These are the promises that everybody made about all the things that you were just mentioning. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. the, these are the priests that were there to witness it. These are the people that were there, and this is the promises that we have made. Yeah, that's right. To do to go forward. Yeah, that's so that's right. that's the uh, you know the, the the chapter ten is that pro- the response after all of you know the yeah. chapter eight and nine there.
1: Yeah, that's right. And then chapter eleven lists. You know, these are the parts of the, yeah. of the Bible that you could probably be excused for skimming over, <laughs> um, but it's not unimportant. It talks about the, the new residents of Jerusalem. So, yes. so remember, he wanted to repopulate the city. Uh, well, he did, and, and there is a list of pe- different people uh, who who are willing to do this. So, this is significant, I think, because even though it's just a list of names, it's significant because. Um, you know the, the people are making a sacrifice to do this these people are coming to live in the city for religious purposes you know what i mean so that we can so that jerusalem can once again be this glorious city of god yeah. um and uh so it's like um purpose over preference you know mm-hmm. it's it's let's uh, uh let's make sure that that we're being the people that we need to be. And so you get these uh, volunteers. Um, it's funny, you remind, just, just to inject a bit of my, uh,
0: you know, usual uh, guff into into all of this great yeah. stuff. I remember once a, a preacher, you know, go, go, going through a passage very similar to this Nehemiah yeah. with the names of it and everything like that. And, and again, people are like, ah, I'm not interested. And he said, look, one day you're going to get to heaven. Yeah. And this guy's going to come up to you, and it's like, "Hey, I'm Amzi, son of da da da. What did you think in Nehemiah and Like, and then you're like, "I never read that verse." And he's like, "Man, I was in the Bible. You know, like, didn't you read my passage in the Bible? You know, don't think I'll never yeah. ever forget that. Yeah, I'm going. These yeah. are people that one day we might very well be yeah, yeah. meeting. Yeah. You know, in heaven. And and,
1: and and it's important because it is about real people. Yeah, this is a historical document. These, these things yeah. will really happened, yeah. and these people really did this.
0: So we move into we move into chapter twelve. We're going to yep. hurry it hurry it up. Yeah. Here. We're going to go into chapter twelve again. More lists
1: of all the priests, yeah. the people that are coming but back. Then, but then we get to really the climax. This is the climax yes. of the book of Nehemiah, which is the dedication of the wall of yes. Jerusalem. And 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 from twenty seven onwards is is In a detailed uh, description of all of the singing and the dancing and, the, yeah. and the, of the party that they had. Yeah. And, you know. Um, and the, the sort of worship celebration that they had to dedicate the wall. Now, you would think, end I would of, think, end it the there. Work, end <laughs> of the Way. That's, right. that's right. Finish it there.
0: Uh, the end. <laughs> Film that's brought right. to you in Technicolor. Yeah. Like,
1: all right. Yeah, that's, that <laughs> everybody would be the t- ideal.
0: Everybody dances into the sunset yeah. and we have it, uh, you know, rainbow sets as the camera zooms out on the beautiful right. new city of Jerusalem. The music is playing yeah. and away we go.
1: That's right. And this is like, it's like the credits are rolling and then you get one of those. Needle scratch. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, <laughs> then you get one of these <laughs> post-credit scenes. Oh, we're coming back. Oh no, no, actually, the ending wasn't as happy yeah. uh, as all of that. Wow! It's like, why would you do that? And this is because a- it's such a perfectly structured yes book up to up to chapter twelve. Like, can we just cut thirteen <laughs> off the end? Well, no, we can't actually because yeah. this is the anti-climax. Uh, so I'll just explain. I should explain in. Um, uh, in chapter 13 show, s- says that still these connections, you know, with Tobiah uh, are, are there um, and Nehemiah has to go back to the king. In the meantime, Nehemiah, uh, sorry, Tobiah moves in to the temple. To he, the temple. He moves into the so, – so it's like, oh, Nehemiah's gone. And again, because of um, financial pressure – like it's easy to to too quickly uh sort of condemn them uh, f- for this or or to look down on them, I should say, for mm-hmm. this. but I think the best of us would have succumbed Cr- crumbled to, to under the, the pressure, the, the pressure. Um,
0: again, because we've got at the moment we've got uh the the supervisor. Uh, a priest, uh, Elishab, yeah. is he, Elishab, yeah. however you Who pronounce his name. He opens up
1: a, a room in the temple.
0: Who's also a relative, yeah. somehow married into or yeah. some sort of relative to Tobiah, this antagonistic character. That's right. And he says, listen, we're not really doing anything with this storeroom. Let you me just have move. This, this move. is his office.
1: This is his office, all right? So this is Tobiah <sighs> oh, gets an boy. office in the temple yeah. to administer So so it means more than him just giving a room. It means that, oh, let's we're we're trading, we're we're doing business with these, we're 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 allied again with these people politically, um,
0: socially. Yeah. Uh, everything except for morally or religiously, yeah. it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect it's sense. It's the centre of these people's yeah. world. Yeah. I'll set my office up in there. I can deal with yeah. everybody as they're coming yeah. and going to the temple. Well, it makes great sense. That's right. so I'll, just, I'll just have to move some of these sacred artefacts into this other room over yeah. here
1: and we're all good to go. That's right. And so, you know, financial pressure causes that. Financial pressure, as is often you know, often the case. It's like when we take things into our own hands. You know, it's because we've got to provide for ourselves, and 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 like you sort of get that. But but this is where the challenge is of this of this chapter. It's like uh, th- these various financial pressures, economic pressure, causes them to lose the plot. Yeah, they they lose the plan. Uh, the portions assigned to the Levites hadn't been given, yes. right? So the maintenance of the temple falls by the wayside. Um, Nehemiah uh, comes back and he's absolutely furious. Yeah. Um, again, uh, this, the short fuse.
0: This is where we see the short fuse in yeah. full full display. Especially, um, especially in light of the fact that this is after everything that has been done. Yeah.
1: So they're not keeping the Sabbath. Again, they're still working through. Yeah. Again, oh, we've got to keep working to keep providing uh, for ourselves. Then. There was intermarriage. They again, can you believe it? They've started uh, intermarrying, Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, and so you've got these kids that are some are speaking this language. This this could have been maybe reconnecting from Ezra's time. Maybe like uh, uh, so, you know, so so that these women have come back. I mean, you can kind of understand that. Uh, but you've got these children that are speaking, you know, the languages of the nations around them. Uh, so multiple, the, there's multiple things being done. Yeah. After you know the wall is
0: complete, like the, you know the actual physical building done. The, the you know the Ezra's uh, great speech, the yeah. festival, all of this great stuff has been done. People are uh, committed themselves, yeah. and yet when 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 Nehemiah comes back in this little the, the epilogue of the story, yeah. it's a list of. We saw that you know these people are mingling with these people. Yeah, Tobias living in the temple now. Yeah, yeah. These people are marrying in. Yeah, the 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 Sabbath isn't being obeyed. People yeah, are yeah. setting up shops around yeah, the wall yeah. that we spent yeah, so yeah. hard to do. Yeah, this like he just list after yeah. list after list. Nehemiah l- loses yeah, his loses. cool. That's right. He,
1: he because this all of this in that he thinks in this if if in that space of time you've done mm. these things, mm. but. Within a generation, we'll yeah. be gone as a people. Yeah, like gone as a people. Yeah. And remember that the purpose of God is, like, is the people of God. Yeah. So, um, all of this, all of this is finished. So this is a big deal that this is happening. Mm. And so he comes back. He's absolutely furious. This is when he beats them up and pulls out their beards. Verse
0: twenty-five. <laughs> he's talking to the people who have got children intermarried, yeah. and and he says, "So I confronted them. I called down curses." On them, yeah. I beat some of them yeah. and pulled out their hair. I yeah. made them swear in the name of God that they would not let their children intermarry with pagan people in the land.
1: Yeah. It, well, any more interesting interesting thing about this is that he doesn't do what Ezra did previously. No. Um, Does it make them divorce? Yeah, he doesn't make that now. Uh, I mean, remember that that solution Ezra's time sort of came from the people, and Ezra's like, "Oh, okay." Like what else yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. Like this is really a threat, and it was so widespread by this time. This pro- probably wasn't as widespread at this point. Yes. So he, he and he might thinks, even be, be dealing with a,
0: yeah, he might be dealing with a particular class of yeah, people yeah. within the thing. And I and I love I love we see this is it. I love we see what a man of God's mind and heart is at in verse twenty six after he has this. Furious
1: yeah, outbursts, yeah. and you yeah. see, you can imagine people bloodied yeah. around yeah. him,
0: and and lying there. And he goes into where his heart is at, and he yeah. goes, "This is what led King Solomon to sin." Yeah, this is why yeah. I'm going crazy. Yeah. We've read it all before. Yeah, this is. Haven't you learned anything? Yeah, that's right. From, from yeah. it, and
1: he and he goes, he goes into it. So this is the, you know, this is the this is the anti climax of the book of Nehemiah, but it's, you know, this isn't Hollywood. And, and and it's this is the bible and this is the way that it works you know it's like this is still anticipating something we're not there yet and and, the, and they weren't there yet that's the point that they they are they are a people still in need of what ezekiel prophesied in ezekiel chapter 36 you know the sprinkling with water for for their sins and the new heart mm-hmm. uh Uh, I I will give you a new heart and I will move you to follow my decrees and my laws, uh, Ezekiel 36, 25, 26. Uh, You know, this had all been prophesied, but it hadn't happened yet. This is the point. The new covenant that had been prophesied by Jeremiah and Ezekiel, it hasn't happened yet. And so this is actually anticipating that. It's still showing... The, the the need for this, and this I think is this is the last bit of history that we have. And we're talking this is what about
0: four hundred and thirty something years before Christ now. Yeah, yeah, this that's is, right. Yeah, because because yeah. yeah. we saw that great yeah. celebration was four forty four. Yeah, that's Nehemiah right. went yeah. back, and about a decade later, yeah. this is a decade yeah. later. He's come back and seen yeah. what's going on. In the, and again, sometimes we read through it and we think it's like the next week, yeah, or a month later. No, no, this is ten
1: years later. Yeah. It took three months even. No, no, it took uh, five, four or five months even to get back. So. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he didn't do that every year. These are long
0: treks that he's doing. Yeah. And um, and that's where we leave in about 430 something, yeah. you know, BC yeah. before Christ. Yeah. We leave this almost. I've, I read the last verses here from Nehemiah yeah. like he's a broken
1: man. <laughs> and, like, and well, talk about. You want to talk about the last, the last. Words of Nehemiah, remember me with favor, my God. Now this is a prayer, right? And remember, it's not just a prayer like of just reward me for what I've done, but remember what I've done. Like uh, this is a prayer to the future. Let this not uh, be wasted. Mm. And as as I said, I mean uh, that they hold on. They hold on to their distinctness against all odds, right into the, and 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 by against all odds, I mean you know by one by one seventy BC, um, uh, they're going to have to. Uh, m- many are going to lose their lives to stand up for their faith, and 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 so so it's quite remarkable actually what they endure to hold on to the distinctness of their faith. This is Nehemiah's legacy: the fact that there is still a Jewish people there in Judea in the first century from whom a Messiah can come is a large degree Nehemiah's legacy of the things that God did through Nehemiah. This is a remarkable thing about this book, and and. Here is we have this short prayer, remember me with favor, God. It's a short prayer, but God answers in a big, big way. And um, God, I think a lesson that I would want us to take away from this is that whatever we do for God's kingdom, nothing, nothing will ever be wasted. However inconsequential you think, what you're doing. However, it think, oh, gee, that didn't end up very well. You know, I've done all of this work and it just doesn't seem to be, I've sown these seeds and that. Nehemiah could have thought that. Yet we need to know that when we plant living seeds, God will be faithful to that and uh, there will be a harvest. Uh, and this, this to me is such an encouragement from the book of Nehemiah so that, I, so that you and I and, every, and all of us can know that whatever we do for God's kingdom is never, ever in vain.
0: Like I told you, we had some massive highs and some massive lows. What a way to finish the book of Nehemiah. The same for the book of Ezra. We get these highs and we get these lows, these great declarations and then these great disappointments. Well, this is like the history lesson finished for this period. But next week, it's exciting. We get to see what God is doing through the prophets with his people during this time of Ezra and Nehemiah as we finish off this Old Testament historical period. There is a lot of great stuff and we would love to have your questions. You can send us your questions through our website, thrivetoday.net.au. That's thrivetoday.net.au. Until next week, this has been DJ Payne for the team. We'll see you then.
1: you so much for listening to thrive deeper we value all our listening community if you are on facebook search and like thrive today page to get all of our latest updates our home on the internet is at thrivetoday.net.au there you can subscribe to the thrive daily reading guide and contact us directly that's at thrivetoday.net.au until next time drive.